Amen. Good morning. It is such an overwhelming pleasure to be with you today. Um, I am grateful to my village, to my church, to my family for all of your prayers, for your support, for your calls, for your, 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 your meals, for every and any little or big thing that you did. It means more than you can ever know. I love you. I thank you. I praise God for you. Thank you. Today's scripture is found in Psalm 1, verses 1 through 6, and it reads, How blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He will be like a tree firmly planted by the streams of water, which bring forth, which yields its fruit in its season, and his leaf does not wither, and in whatever he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but they are like chaff, which the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous, for the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish the word of God for the people of God. God, I thank you for all that you have done, for all that you are doing, and for all that we have yet to see. In Jesus' name, amen. This particular portion of scripture I've heard many times, as you can tell, uh, even in reading it directly from the scriptures, I slipped back in to King James because this was a scripture that my pastor growing up used to read every Sunday. It was a scripture that, that, that I heard so much that it was so internalized. I, I could almost, actually I could, recite it at the drop of a hat, not even quite knowing what I was saying. It just was in me. And, and, and as I have looked at this scripture over the years and even preached this scripture over the years, the thing that I missed until this particular week is the the part that says that he will make us like a tree firmly planted by the rivers of water, which yields its fruit in its season. Use its fruit in a season. As we begin to look at being fruitful this year, I think it's important for us to understand and to realize that God allows us to bear fruit in due season. So what does it require for us to be fruitful? What, what does it require for us to bear this fruit that, that, that is spoken of in, ver, in, in, in the third uh, verse? What, what is required that would allow us to be all that God has called us to be? And I found that in looking at this portion of Scripture, a righteous man, this, a righteous person, excuse me, that, that this person that, that, is, that is often uh, uh, explained and described in this portion of Scripture is a fruitful person because a righteous person will produce godly fruit. The Scripture goes on to say that a wicked person will not. A fruitful person is rooted in righteousness. The scripture says, 
How blessed is the person who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. But their delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law do they meditate day and night. A a fruitful person is not a, a scornful person, is not a scoffer, is not one who will arrogantly be unwilling to accept instruction. Instead, a fruitful person goes after God looking for instruction. A fruitful person discerns that God is still God. And so if I am to take this next step, oh God, which way shall I go? A, A fruitful person retreats into prayer and says, oh God, if you are sending me to this place, I don't understand it. I don't know anybody there, but simply because you said to go, I know I should be there, oh God. What is it that I need to do? A fruitful person will come up against hard times and come up against struggle and come up against uh, uh, those, those challenges in life. And instead of retreating into their vices, they will use the scripture much like Jesus did in the garden. They will say, But the scripture says that man should not live by bread alone. But the scripture says that that when I pray that God hears me. But the scriptures say that even in the midst of hard times, God can give me peace. But the scripture says that God will never leave me, nor will God forsake me. But the scripture says that he is able to heal my infirmities. But the scripture says it it is that fruitful person that delights in the word. Of God. It is a fruitful person that knows what's important. It's not about how you look, it's not about what they say, it's not about how many dollars you have in your account, but it's about being perfectly in the purpose of God. A a, a fruitful person retreats into prayer often. Uh, it, It is another psalm that says that in the secret of his tabernacle shell, he hide me. In, in, in short, I can go to God at any time for any reason. I can go to God in any place that I may find myself in any situation. And I expect God to pull me in, to give me comfort, to give me joy, to give me peace, to hold me, to make me feel love, to make me uh, confident in the fact that I am not by myself, because if I reach out to God, if I reach out to God, he is faithful and just to forgive my sins and cleanse me of all unrighteousness. If I reach out to God, I know that no matter where I am on this globe, he hears me. If I reach out to God, I can have faith in the fact that he will come to my aid. God, my redeemer, my savior, and my king. You see, it is a fruitful person that hungers and thirsts after righteousness. And as the scripture promised, a fruitful person will be transplanted into a place of great resource. Transplanted. That means that that, that a fruitful person is plucked out of the miry clay, plucked out of that wicked situation, plucked out of their sinful uh, spaces and transplanted into the place that God has ordained. It is in that place that, that we find the resources that are necessary for the purpose that is ordained on our lives. You see, my dad often says, the best place to be is right in the will of the Lord. The best place to be 
is where God ordains you to be, no matter what it may look like, no matter what it may feel like, the best place to be is where God plants you. For when you are there, you are sustained. Because where there is promise, there is also provision. A fruitful person uh, understands that in order to be all that God has called us to be, it's hard to breathe in this mask and it's even harder not to walk down that aisle. A fruitful person <laughs> understands that, 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 uh, being planted by the rivers of water means that they are abiding within the source. They are attached to their resource, and they not only are able to produce fruit, but they are able to drop seed so that additional trees and fruit can be planted. Therefore, a fruitful person deals not in strife. They don't uh, deal in envy or idolatry or jealousy or outburst of anger or, or dissensions. A fruitful person deals in love, peace, long-suffering, joy, lovingness, kindness, patience, and kindness. You see, if you are rooted in God and you abide with God as your life source, then your fruit that you bear is godly fruit. But the scripture also tells us that we will bear this fruit in season. One of the things that I think we forget when we look at the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians is this thing called patience. We want things when we want it, how we want it, when we want it. And if it doesn't show up that way, then we go back to the way we used to do things. But if God is calling us to bear fruit, that means there's a season for all of these things to occur, and if we truly delight in God, then we will recognize and accept the fact that God's timing is perfect, not ours. And although the wheat and the chaff come up together on the threshing floor, one is discarded and one is kept the wicked may have treasures on earth, but the righteous have treasures in heaven. Quit measuring yourself by the standard of earth and delight yourself in the standard of heaven. I have a, a guy that I know. His name isn't important. We'll call him Peter. Peter, growing up, was a gangster. I mean, a true gangster, throwing signs and running with uh, a certain group of individuals and robbing and stealing and doing all types of mischief. Uh, uh, he was a absolute thug, and he will tell you that. He did a lot of wrong things. He was looking for love because he never got it from his dad. And so uh, in looking for that love and never quite finding it or even knowing what it looks like, he began to be a womanizer. He, 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 he never quite felt accepted or, or loved on the level that he wanted to feel accepted and loved, so he also became an addict. And he began to be in and out of jail and lose family and lose friends and do all these things. But one day, I almost called his name, one day Peter actually woke up and he began to say, this God stuff that my grandmother used to talk about, I think I need to explore this God stuff. 
And the more he read in the scriptures, the more he began to delight in the God of his salvation. He realized that the people in the scriptures weren't perfect, just like he wasn't perfect. And they had challenges just like he had challenges. And if God can love them, then God can love him. He began to delight in God so much that he walked away from the gang and said, whatever is to happen will just happen because I can't be here anymore. He walked away from his addictions because the, 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 the drugs and the alcohol just didn't scratch his itch as much as praise and worship did in the church. He, he, he literally uh, dropped or let go of all the women in his life and decided that he would just be with God. And then all of the sudden, he met this woman that changed his life. And today, they have been married for five years. He now has a successful business of eight years and that business actually mentors and helps those addicts that he used to be a part of their community. What am I saying? I'm saying that once he did exactly what Psalm 1 said and delighted in the law of the Lord, once he stepped out of the seat of the scornful, once he, he realized that that path may be narrow and sometimes it may be lonely, but if God placed me here, it's the best place for me to be. His tree, his, he was transplanted by the rivers of water and given everything that he needs. He, he was transplanted in a place where his source and his resource were always present. Does he go through financial issues? Yes. Do him and his wife uh, see eye to eye on everything? No. <laughs> see, I got some married people in here. Are there some challenges that he faces? Yes. But what he knows is, though the storms may rage, though the wind may blow, though the, 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 the waves may crash on the side of my boat, if Jesus is in my boat with me, I am okay. What am I saying? I am saying that you don't have to be perfect to be fruitful. You just have to get to a place where it is for God I live and for God I die. It is, you have to get to a place where you delight in God's word so much that you allow the word of God to lead you in your life. You have to get to a place where you don't retreat into your vices and into those harmful things, but you retreat into prayer. You have to get to those places where you're not afraid to share the negativity of your story that it may benefit and help somebody else get to where they need to go. Every year we get these magnets, right? For the last few years, not like the last 50, but you know, for the last few years, every year we get a magnet. And I would imagine that some of us take this magnet, guess that's not real metal, and put it on our refrigerators or on our file cabinets or wherever, and we say, whew, I'm going to be hopeful this year. And then the next year, we give you another magnet, and you take that one down and say, all right, I can stop being hopeful now. I'm going to be grateful. And then the next year, we give you another magnet and say, I can't clutter up my refrigerator with all of them, so I'm going to take that one down, and I'm just going to be faithful. But what I want you to understand is I really believe that God has led us down a path that, 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 that is so strategic to this place. God told us to be grateful, grateful for all that we have, no matter what it might look like, grateful that God is walking with us, that even though we're not yet not there yet, that, that we know that God is still leading us. He asked us to be faithful over the little things that he may bless us with many. And even in the midst of pandemic, he asked us to be hopeful, hopeful uh, that in due season we might be fruitful. And so these are reminders for the year, 
These are reminders for your life. Let me say that again. Can't walk. These are not reminders just for a year. This is reminders for our lives. People of God, my prayer is that we continue to be grateful no matter what life may throw us. We continue to be faithful to the call that God has placed on our lives, that we continue to be hopeful even in the midst of the storm, and that we would delight in God's law, that we would seek after all that God has placed before us, and that this year and every year we would be fruitful. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.